Naptown, the city that always sleeps. Most people think nothing happens in this town that is halfway between nothing and nowhere, but they would be wrong. There is plenty that goes on in this town for those willing to look. Things have been unusually quiet for the crew as the months passed. For better or worse, all of them got to spend more time focusing on the more ordinary aspects of their lives. But no matter how long a calm lasts, a storm is always waiting to break out. Will the crew be able to weather what comes their way? Or is their luck finally running out in the city that always sleeps? Hey Wanderers, and welcome back to our newest arc of Naptown Chronicles. <laughs> it was a strong start after that very emotionally intense arc in uh, Outlaws Wanted. Zach's got a very strong start for this arc plan. <laughs> so, it has once again been multiple months since you guys have last had any missions from the Order. Last time, the investigators, you guys were all together for your case to stop Lillian Pascal was in the late summer. It is now early December. Snow is on the ground. It is a Wait, little... Wait, how many months have passed? Like three, four-ish. Oh, geez. I thought we were doing like another two months between. Okay, that's not bad. I just was surprised. I mean, I mean, we can do a Halloween episode if you want. <laughs> no, that's okay. I'm just in a festive mood. Christmas in July. I'm always sweating right now and like... Weather that's not 90 degrees sounds pleasant. Um, so it's early December. Snow is on the ground. Not in droves, but enough to look pretty. And we zoom in on Faye Cameron in her office. What are you doing, Faye? Faye is meeting with a client and just like getting down their information, what their, uh, like why they decided to come to the firm for a case and just getting in all the relevant information she can before she starts doing some research and case law study. What I, lawyer term are you doing? What do you do? What's the case I didn't case think that far. Does it matter? Well, if you wanted to role play it out, it did, but I guess we're not role playing Okay. That. I didn't think we were. Okay. I don't know enough about being a lawyer in real life to do that. You didn't get a law degree for this character, Caitlin? I didn't. I know exactly one lawyer. Um, so as you're going through this uh, conversation with this gentleman about his case, you hear a tapping on the window and just see a raven there with a <laughs> scroll in its mouth. Okay. <laughs> Awkwardly like tapping on your window to try to be let in. Uh-huh. Which this has happened to you before. This is the way that you usually receive missives from the order. Right. Yeah. It's just usually more convenient. <laughs> Is it to, like, continue tapping, or does it, like, set it down on the No, snow? it continues tapping. <laughs> okay. It's just, like, tap, 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 and then, like, it looks at you, and, like, most people don't think birds can look at them, and, like, this bird is definitely looking at you. Yeah, yeah. And, like, it, like, looks at you, and then goes, tap, 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 <laughs> tap, 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 looks at you again, like, very pointedly, like, come on. Right. So, I think Faye gets up and is like, Oh, it's a little, it's a little warm in here, don't you think? Would you like a glass of water? And is like gonna go over to the window to like open it slightly in the hopes that the bird will like leave the thing there and she could grab it surreptitiously. Make, make me a sneak around check. Sure. I don't know if you have any tags that you can apply to this. Make others focus on each other, not me. There's there's one person. <laughs> there's one person in this room they, other than they you. They can focus on their. Very important case. <laughs> that they're relaying to you to take notes on? 
Yep, they they hate somebody about something, don't they? What'd you roll? Men of power? I haven't rolled yet. I don't think so. Okay, fine. (laughs) Hey, double sixes. That's a 12. You are able to easily enough do this without seeming too conspicuous. The bird, though a little annoyed since you usually let the bird in... And like feed it crackers. <laughs> like just drops the missive and like pecks a couple more times and then leaves. <laughs> For good measure, yeah. Yeah, so Faye's gonna like pocket the little scroll and then leave the window like just cracked to get a chilly breeze. Oh yeah, it's winter. <laughs> yeah, that's why it's weird. <laughs> Women, right? Yeah, so she comes around, gets him a glass of water and sits down and is like, and so- I'm so sorry, where were we? So he, like, this goes on for the better part of an hour after this, getting all the information, you get everything you need, then he packs up and leaves. As you go to unroll this scroll in your pocket, the phone rings. I pick it up. Oh, how do I do his voice? So you hear the voice of Ewan as you pick up. Uh, hello, is Miss Cameron there? Is he being funny? Um, I think he's being polite since he's being transferred, probably. I don't think, like... Oh, I see, I see, I see. Like, this is, like, 1920s. Like, they have to do switchboards. Gotcha, gotcha. So he can't just be, like, flirty immediately. Gotcha, okay. Uh, Why, yes. How are you, Ewan? Uh, I'm I'm doing great. How are you, Faye? I, uh, could, work's been busy, but I can't complain. I was just double-checking that we're on for our date tonight. Uh, have I read the message yet? You have not. Okay. (laughs) I told you it was going to be difficult. Can I check the message while I'm on the phone with him? I mean, you can. You can have an awkward pause. Uh, let me check my calendar. I'd love to. By calendar, I mean, I pull out the little letter. (laughs) Um, it's very standard message from the order, basically saying, like, meet at the Mystic Grove at four. Okay. They don't ever really give you more of a missive than that. Like, the, the details of the case are not explained in these missives. Can we push it to tomorrow, actually? I've had something come up. If you're sure, I had a nice reservation plan, but if you if we really need to move it, I can. If it's something you've been planning, can we do it later? Say eight? Yeah, that'll work fine. I'll try to rearrange it. I look forward to seeing you. As do I. Click. <laughs> so I think Faye is going to do her best to like wrap up as fast as possible at the office so she can get there early <laughs> to the mystical grove. Okay. Th- that is fine. Faye has a decent amount of leeway in how she works. It has been a particularly busy week month <laughs> kind of thing for her. You know, yeah. it's like it's like week three of it being busy and art has been relying on you more than usual for some harder cases. So you've been a little bit busier. Yeah. But you still have your leeway to move about how you like to. And not have to worry too much about it. No one's looking at you weird when you leave the office and saying you're going to go do some research when you leave at 2.30 or whatever. Gotcha. I don't think she'd leave that early. It's just like she wants to be there before 4 and not walking in the door right at 4 the way she usually does. Tanner, what you doing? Tanner is currently at his office. He is very dejectedly trying to get work done. Like It's just like the most bland, boring paperwork. As he's, like, taking notes and putting a file together to, like, give to a client of all of his findings, just, like, stapling pictures, taping, like, clippings of files into a folder. It is not fun stuff. About what time was uh, Faye seen? Like, early afternoon? Yeah, early afternoon. Yeah. Okay. So sometime in the early afternoon, 
Darling comes to Tanner's office and she doesn't knock. She like flings open the door. She is in a great mood. She just came off of like a recording session and practically like hops over onto Tanner's desk. <laughs> I imagine you like bump some files and stuff and he like kind of hastily tries to grab things. Darling, I, I really appreciate you coming to visit, but I need like at most five to 30 more minutes to, to figure this out. Maybe an hour, probably five minutes. Well, you definitely don't get 30 minutes. I'm barely giving you five. We... We're on for lunch today. I know, I know, I know. I said I could do lunch, and I meant that I could do lunch, but then the thing is, people just keep having horrible affairs and stealing money. It just keeps happening, and people have deadlines. It's a whole vicious cycle of deadline, affair, stealing money, deadline, divorce, affair, stealing money darling like shrugs off her coat um which means that like she's scattering more papers everywhere and uh she leans forward and gives him a big old kiss no you're done today or at least for now come on let's go it's a nice day let's you can finish this later i mean for goodness sakes you're up all hours of the night working Come on, please. I'm up all hours of the night watching people. I work during the day. I sleep between the hours of 3 and 5 in the morning. But you are really not going to let me get any more work done, are you? Nope. Is it going to be more distracting for me if I try to get work done while you are here? Maybe. She she leans forward and she's just pressing her boobs together. (laughs) (laughs) The the funny thing is, before you even said anything, I was like, she's going to like try to, she's like going to seduce him to stop working. I knew it. I saw this coming a mile away. I love it. Tanner like kind of sighs, you know, um, I am an expert detective and I think I have deduced that this is a losing battle. Let me get my coat and my other coats because it's cold outside and tanner like gets up puts on a hat starts putting on a jacket uh darling puts her coat back on and scatters more papers it's unfair for you to take off your jacket when you come by the way from now on jacket stays on if you're gonna come visit because that that's cheating and you know it You know, if it's the only way that I can use to get you out of this office, I'm going to use it. I I saw that. (laughs) Uh, I think before they leave, uh, this is at least where Darling gets the message about the Mystical Grove. Yeah, what do the messages usually look like for the two of you? Is it unique? For each of us. I think that's how we've been doing it, where we you each have like something that's more tied to your mythos to get the message. Oh. So usually but if you want something that's more from the mythic grove. No, I think Runa would probably tell me. Uh what does yours look like, darling? So last time it was like in a bathroom mirror, like there was a bunch of steam. This time it's like someone like blew hot air on the cold window and wrote it. Okay. So you get the same message, but Runa pipes up. Uh, Detective Tanner? Yes, Runa. Uh, they got a new case for you at the, or- at the Mythic Grove. 
Mythical Grove, whatever it's called. I'm not allowed there, you said. There's a bar and they serve alcohol and you said that's bad. They knew it's bad for when you're 10 and maybe immortal. I haven't worked it out yet. D- doesn't matter. My point is... You're not a very good detective. Um, well... <laughs> Are you talking out loud right now? Um, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. Um, sorry, Runa, this is Darling. Darling, this is Runa. Runa's not- the invisible space <laughs> wait, right here. Wait, time out. Time out. Do, in the last three to four months, have you introduced Runa to Darling at all? I don't think, I don't think so. I don't think it would have come up unless you, like, went on a case with him. Probably wouldn't have, no, so... Is this the first time I'm mentioning that I'm being haunted by a ten-year-old girl who judges my life choices? I feel like haunted's a little bit rough. I thought we were best friends. I'm being haunted by my best friend, the ten-year-old that judges my life choices. (laughs) Thank you. She's very grateful for that correction. Darling just blinks at you. Yeah, I know. Look, all right, I sprout a bone axe from my arm. This isn't the weirdest thing about me. No, I actually think that the 10-year-old girl stalking you is mm. the weirder part Haunting, of this. not stalking. Sorry, haunting. Your friend's very stalking pretty. Stalking implies she's breaking and entering. I know she's pretty, Runa. Thank you. Uh, I mean, I was just going to say that uh, I just saw that we are getting called to the Mystical Grove, but I feel like we have- Well, now wait a second. How did you just get called to the Mystical Grove? Darling points over to the window. I don't know if he can see that. Yeah, that's a window. I think he can see it. It's a... Oh, okay. I th- I, you particularly chose that Runa is not visible to other people, and that's how you receive messages. I feel like every, like everyone else's manifestations are f- in the physical world. Like, the writing that you can see on the window is there. Gotcha. The bird was clearly there. <laughs> um, But I think for uh, consistency's sake, if someone who was not, like, the person in Caitlin's office didn't notice the scroll because of how the magic in the system works. So if you had a client walk in, they'd be like, oh, there's fog on the glass. There's someone drew on it. Right. Okay. I see what you mean. So it, it's you. obscured to anyone who is not rift-powered. Yeah, so Dar- Darling points over to the window. Oh, uh, Runa tells me when we get called. Right. Um. Let's Let's go get lunch and you can... <laughs> Tell me a little bit more about Runa. So as you leave the office, the you see the figure, or you guys don't, but like the audience sees the figure of Runa like poking on files that are around the floor that Tanner has left from previous months of Darling coming to visit and never picked up. And for a half second, she seems to flicker in and out of existence. That's That's probably not good. <laughs> and then the scene fades to black. Seamus, what you about? So Seamus is is on a uh, on a job right now with his security company. He is just kind of being being a bodyguard at some at some like event happening today. Just basically being a big and impressive figure to deter anyone from doing anything. Nothing special is going on. He's kind of bored. Uh, who who's working this job with you, rather? Since it's a big event, I figured you'll probably have multiple from your company. Have we, we haven't really named anybody from the company yet. I think it's more like, do you get along with them? Do you dislike Give them? Give me a one-word description. <laughs> He's a very respectable young gentleman. All of the mothers want their daughters to date him. I'll say, I'll say that we actually have... I, I have... Uh, it's not a huge event. It's um, just... It's like a... I wouldn't say like high profile or anything. It's just... 
they just wanted wanted someone there just to protect some people. And I, I have one of the, the new hires with us, and I'm kind of training him, just kind of showing him the ropes. So you at, at the beginning of the day, like, he, he knows his stuff. Like, he is a new hire for your company, but not super, like, he knows what he's doing. Yeah, he's not green, but he's new to the company. Yeah. At the beginning of the day, you thought he was, like, bad. You'd say, like, do something and he'd copy you exactly. But then, like, later on, you, like, figured out, oh, like, he's making fun of you. Not, like, in a mean way, but, like, you shift a little bit to your left foot so he'd overshift to his left foot to, you know, like, a way to pass the time. So all day you've been, like, both posturing to, like, slightly make fun of each other while still doing your job. <laughs> Halfway through the day, um, you... Also receive a missive from the order. What does it look like for you? For him, it it is his dog tags. His dog tags kind of. Um, I'm trying to fi- figure out if they. I don't want to say they light up. I want to say it. It almost like vibrates slightly, so he can like he feels it, and then he can like he like, basically just like accesses it, and then he gets the message in his head. Do the letters reaffor- or, or the letters don't move around on the dog tags? <laughs> No, it does not spell uh, uh, I am Tom, or I am Lord Voldemort, Tom Marvola Riddle. It doesn't do that type of stuff. Because <laughs> the, we, we, the way we've done it before is whenever he uses his dog tags, it, it's like it forms an image in his head. So I figure this is similar. Okay. Uh, you get the image to meet at the Mythical Grove at four. So after your shift ends, you are easily able to make your way there. After having a good day with... Oh, I need a name for this dude. We'll call him Simon. All right. So, you all make your way to the Mythical Grove. It is how you remember it. Do you guys ever hang out here when you're not on cases? I think Tanner would if he could. Like, if it's an option, Tanner would not mind being around here. It might be like if he needs a place to sit for an hour at night, this would probably be where he would go. Yeah, Seamus Seamus definitely does. I think think Darling doesn't usually because if she's going to be somewhere at night, it's usually the Jazz Hall. But if anybody wanted to meet there, she would. Yeah, I think Faye, if she's meeting with Tanner or Seamus, she probably meets with them at the Mythical Grove. But she spends less time there because if she's hanging out with Darling, it's usually at the Jazz Club. Okay, I was just curious. Um, You guys definitely can hang out there. It is like, though it is the de facto headquarters for the Order, it's also a bar. Yeah. And more rift-powered people tend to go there. It seems to be a beacon of sorts to draw people in there. But that does not mean you have to go there. Who's on time? Who's late? Who's early? Faye's early. Darling's early. Oh, okay. Then Tanner is as well. <laughs> I didn't know if you were going to keep working. No, no. Or definitely if not. I just have stolen you away for the rest of the afternoon. No. It, between you and potential of doing work that he does not hate, Tanner's, Tanner's done. <laughs> uh, Seamus is actually like right on time bordering late his shift ended like just barely enough time for him to get there so do you do a double take as you see tanner there before you (laughs) (laughs) a little bit as you all get there you once again feel the cool presence of idris as he materializes behind you guys i uh thank you all for coming in on such short notice again i'm sorry that it's been a while but after the last takedown, rifts have been a little bit quieter in the city. I mean, that's a good thing, though, right? I would say yes, but you also tried to burn down one of the richest families, home, you know, richest families in town's houses. So, a little bit of both. The reason I called you all here is we have a, another case of sorts for you guys. 
Again, it's a little odd, but you guys seemed to do well with that last time. So we figured we'd assign you guys to it again. Um, Gideon has asked not to be part of your team for the foreseeable future. Um, I hope you all are okay with that. I think we'll manage. Darling looks very smug. <laughs> um, hopefully you'll be able to get by without him. You know, maybe we'll we'll try an interdisciplinary team again sometimes, but you guys seem to have things well handled and we're able to take care of the end of the last case without him from what I'm told. So I have the utmost faith in you. On to this case, there have been a strange string of deaths that have been going on for the last couple of months. And we're only getting called in now. That's the weird part, is nothing looks wrong, except all of these deaths are a one in a million shot. They are all the epitome of unlucky. So like a bunch of people are getting struck by lightning or like hit in the head with foul balls, that kind of thing? Yes, but like after a foul ball ricochets off of a signpost into their head. I don't think I should work this case. Um... I don't know if you know this about me. I tend to attract painful things happening to me. This feels bad for me, a very chronically unlucky person. I think that will help you trace back whatever is causing this. You seem like an optimal choice to be able to do this. All right. Thanks for that concern for my well-being. Darling, like, pats your leg. Do you have names that we can follow up? We do, but we we decided to do, with piecing this together, we did figure out a little bit to save you guys a little bit of legwork. Uh, We did not interview per se, but we're able to gain information about the deceased. And there seems to be no rhyme or reason to who they are or what they were doing or any connection other than that they had all recently been seen at the Spinning Gold Casino. The Spinning Gold Casino. All right. Y'all have definitely heard of this casino. It is very public. It is a riverboat casino that is usually in town. It sometimes it, it sometimes docks. No one really knows where. As in like dry docks, you know, or parks for longer periods of time. Right. But it is usually in town. Like it's usually moving up and down the banks. The river that flows through town. Okay. Yes. There's a river that cuts through the middle of town. So here's a question. Did all of these people have surprisingly good luck when they're at the casino only to be have bad luck later? That is what we are unsure about. We just know that their bad luck seemed to be very, very bad. Our thoughts are, though you guys might have not experienced this yet, but some rifts are manifest through objects and not just people. They can also be places, which you understand, like the mythical grove is one such place where it is a rift of a place, not just a person. So we believe that there is an object that is changing people's luck that the casino is using for their benefit. Is there like a person at the casino that you've been able to talk to or like a boss or a disgruntled employee? Um, That's what I have a very intrepid crew for. All right, that's fair. As you can see, I don't really get out much. I mean, you look sociable, I guess. He's semi-transparent. You look sociable, I guess. Um, (laughs) Do we have any names of victims that we can chase down, or is that kind of a dead end? From what we believe, that is a dead end. I, 
I think the better course of action would be to start looking at the casino to see how this luck is being transferred and then move from there. If it is an artifact, we would like you guys to take that artifact away and bring it here so that we can properly not dispose, but lock it up so that it does not get into the wrong hands because where it is now seems to be the wrong hands. This is kind of like, don't take this the wrong way or or like I'm fishing here, but is the policy for mythic objects that we put them in a box and not that we maybe give them to a down-on-his-luck detective who never seems to get any breaks? Typically, we do not loan out magical artifacts unless the case needs it. Um, and all that we have seen so far is that this artifact causes bad luck, and by your own admission, Detective Tanner, you do not need any more of that in your life. You're, you're not wrong. You're not wrong at all. Is there anything else I can help you with? Any other questions? I don't think so. We can probably head there right now, right? That is up to you. I'm fine with gambling. <laughs> Are you? <laughs> I mean, technically, I think right now it's not illegal, so yes. It's also on a river, so it's not illegal. I don't I don't think I need to ask Idris this, because I think this is something that we, or at least I would know, um, as someone in the performing career track. Are there any, like, shows at the casino? Yes. Okay. There are some, but... Not as not as much as you'd think. I think I want to say it's like a weekend special type thing. Yeah, it's more. It's kind of like a private birthday party kind of deal. Is it like this is a gambling first casino, not a like come here yes. for entertainment casino? Yes, it's it's just for it's mostly for gambling. It is to turn a profit, not to have a good time. Be like an entertainment hub. Yeah. No, that's that's totally fair. I was just trying to get. Uh, picture of what this was all right are you guys heading immediately there is it like mm, relatively early in the day it's like four like four it's not nighttime nighttime no it's not nighttime nighttime realistically probably by the time you get there will probably be around five with traffic and yeah that's fine you know getting here talking packing up kind of thing yeah so do we have a game plan for when we go in is there like does one of us want to try to gamble I kind of hoped that maybe Seamus's dog tags would give us some leads. I feel like we'll need to gamble to blend in somewhat, but I would worry about picking up the wrong object and cursing ourselves, I guess. Right, right. That's what I was thinking. I would also possibly be interested in, well, you know, seeing, seeing if there's a way to get behind the scenes. If they do have entertainment there, that might be an option, at least for me, to investigate uh, more of what's happening, you know. Yeah, have the great darling come and perform at the casino. That makes sense. What day of the week is it? Tuesday. It's a Tuesday. Okay. I take solace in the fact that this is the lamest day to go to a casino, I think, so... You know, hopefully nothing happens on a Tuesday. Yeah, we might have better luck blending in if it was like a weekend, right? Probably busier. Well, right, but I don't necessarily think we're trying to do anything. I'm not planning on punching anyone. I just want to go and sit at a table and see if it smells evil in there, you know? I mean, when when do you plan on punching someone? It just kind of happens. Well, 
I do have a punchable face. I suppose we could follow up on, I think it was Tanner's idea and see if somebody wins it big or if there's been any talk of somebody winning it big and maybe follow up on them and see if something terrible has happened, as awful as that sounds. We could go and see if anyone seems really desperate to, like if someone's, you know, like putting car keys on a poker table, you know, when someone's uh, deed to the farm comes out, we know that we found someone who would be willing to trade their life for, you know, a hand of cards. Right. That's a good idea. And maybe we just specifically don't gamble much. (laughs) (laughs) Touch as little as possible, I guess. Right. Maybe, like, have one of us be the designated gambler and the other people there to drag them away from the table if they're like, I'm getting my run of heat. Let me put a hundred down. I suppose I could I could do that. But what, who's going to be the one to wrestle me away if I get entranced? Don't look at me. That is not my job. Seamus. Seamus. What kind of question was that? I'm a little hurt. <laughs> it looks like the sparring has been in Seamus's favor recently. <laughs> All right, so I think we head over there. You do. I mean, I think even even when uh, Tanner and Seamus fight, it's like, despite, no matter who wins, they both end up pretty, like, beat up. So it's like, yeah, if if they actually had to fight, it's not going to, like, neither one of them is going to win. <laughs> I also think it's one of the, it's one of those things where whenever you ask either of them, they always won. <laughs> <laughs> also, Tanner's not above bricking Seamus in the head if he gets uppity, you know? <laughs> Seamus, it's time to leave. No, all right, I'll get the brick. <laughs> bonk, 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 bonk. Seamus, it's time to leave. So we get in Tanner's car. Uh, so you guys head to the Spinning Gold Casino. And something that is very unique about this casino is that it is comprised of three separate riverboats. What? It is comprised of three separate riverboats. Ex- explain. What? How does that work? Well, it's there are three boats that are constantly moving around each other. Oh, like the card trick. Vaguely, yes. I'm sorry, wait. You know, like, follow the card. So they're, like, slowly switching places. They're not, like, hooked together. Okay. There are three boats that are this casino. Okay. Even though they are river boats and pretty slow moving, it always feels a little bit hard to keep track of which boat is which... They're all identical, and when you start staring at them, your mind tends to drift, making it hard to keep track of what boat is what. Um, from having been around town, I think Faye would know this especially, or have heard of it, not ha- not having been there, I don't think, is how you made it sound. One boat is like the main casino. That's where most people go. There is a VIP casino that is a, the second boat where you have to be quite wealthy to be even let aboard. And then the third boat is the main vault and the living quarters of the casino owner. From what you guys have heard, no one's really been on the third boat, so that's all speculation. So just to kind of get this picture. So like if you come up and you are like, I'm going onto the VIP boat, do you have to wait for the VIP boat to like come to the dock and then they load all the VIPs on and then you can't get on again until it comes back around type of thing? Yes. Okay. Basically. Yeah, and and then the the third one where the main vault one, that one would just never go by the docks. Right. Okay. 
That being said, there is literally nothing distinguishing between the boats. It's just supposedly they have different functions. Supposedly, yes. Since none of you have been there, you it's all hearsay. And it's like hard for you guys to keep track on it. Right. Well, I guess we wait for the regular boat to come around because I don't think we're getting on the high roller boat at the moment. Even Faye would have a hard time getting on the high roller boat because you need permission. You, <laughs> like it's like a special. It's like a. It's like a VIP. Like club. invite only. Yeah. Faye could pull strings, but tonight Faye could not just hop on the boat, you know, willy nilly. Yeah. You also have to carry a significant chunk of change. Are Are any of you good at gambling? Like specifically good at this? Um, I mean, my powers come in handy with it sometimes, I can tell you that. There is nothing that I can do that makes gambling easier, if that answers your question. I didn't think about using powers because it feels like cheating. I can tell if someone's lying by looking them in the eyes, so... (laughs) So poker for you. (laughs) Turns out I'm actually okay at it, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Specifically, yes. (laughs) I didn't really think about that until I asked you guys. I mean, if I can make other people focus on each other and turn on each other. Um, That's not how gambling works. No, I mean, it could. If no, but it, it'll it'll push people to go farther than they should. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Just the way you're saying it, they can turn on each other. Gambling's a solo game. They're already turned on each other. There's no team no, gambling. Not, po- not poker. Poker is very much... Uh, you versus other people game. Yeah, you can specifically, like, try to screw over other people in poker. I say from experiences, I've lost a lot of poker games. <laughs> uh, so I think between the two of us, we could probably clean up pretty well. That's true. I don't know if we should do that today right now, but yes. <laughs> just keep it in our back pocket. I'm just thinking about switching careers anyways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if Tanner needs money, man, just go down to the riverboat. <laughs> That's only been people have ended up dead by going there, you know, no big deal. <laughs> so as you approach something that does, or actually, um, one of you can make a perception equivalent role. Probably not me. I don't know if anyone has anything that really relates to it. Uh, truths no one would speak? No, it's not, not that. Private eye. Yes. Okay. That, that is fair. Calm authority. No. <laughs> You try calm authority literally every check. I do. I do. Uh, my my grandfather's Colt forty five. Yes, definitely that. One. <laughs> also, the quick reload mod. Yep. I just pull my gun out and be like, "Tell me what I'm looking for." <laughs> okay. No, that is a five. <laughs> Nothing. There's a line. There are people waiting to get on. You get in line. It's a nice line. It's a little chilly because it's winter. It is. It's a little chilly. It's not terrible. People seem cold, but not unhappy. Um, it doesn't look like they have to wait super long. Um, when you do approach, you do notice that there is like loading times. So okay. it's not just like... You it's just, like on a schedule. Yeah. Yeah, it's on a schedule. So like it looks about once every hour they pick up people about. So you guys arrive right around five. Um, is there anything distinguishing about all the people that we see standing in line? Like, give me, give me like the social scene here. Does it look like sad or does it look like we're out for a night on the town oh you know what i mean it runs the gambit from poor to middle class like middle middle class okay so there's a little bit of each it tends to run more middle class than anything though okay so it looks people on town something that you do notice is that there seems to be more people here than you'd expect 
for a Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. It's not dead. It's not packed, at least out in this line, but it's also not nobody, you know? Okay. You do also notice that the casino has been open for a couple hours so far. Opens mid-afternoon. So you are not the first crew to hop on or first load of people to hop on. Okay. So you guys sit there and wait for a bit. Eventually, the nice white riverboat pulls up. You guys are able to load on and enter into the casino. Uh, What you see upon entering this boat, something at the back of your senses seems to shift a little bit. It feels like you're almost in a different world. From here on out, when you are on this boat specifically, all of your uh, double... You can crit. You can crit with your dice. So if you roll double sixes, you crit, or double ones, you crit fail. Okay. And then when those happen, I will explain what happens. But in general... Crit succeeding is good. Crit failing is bad. <laughs> and these are from uh, the City of Mist, like extra rules, correct? Yep, they're from the the second book, Shadows and Showdowns. It's from the District Royal, I think. There's a casino district they have, so they have extra rules to make your casino fight your casino areas more fun. This one's called Double or Nothing, maybe. Yes. Yep, so we're playing with some no, of the... this one's winner-take-all. This one's winner-take-all. Okay. So if you hit double sixes, something really good happens. If you hit double ones, something bad happens, and you, like, auto-fail. Gotcha. So technically, if you get, like, a plus five on something, you could succeed even if you roll a double ones normally. Now you cannot while you're on this boat. Okay. The riverboat itself, it looks nice but restrained. It looks... For three of you, it looks what you'd imagine wealth to be. Everything looks very nice. There's nice but worn carpets. There's dark wood tables that look a little bit worn, but not bad. They have nice felt. Um, You see lots of new decks of cards around. It doesn't look like anything's really shabby here. There's chandeliers hanging over stuff. Is there tinsel because it's Christmas time? There is some Christmas decorations around. It looks not quite gaudy, but a little bit ostentatious. You know, like a little bit. It's not like there's two trees. But it's not like there's 400 either. There's not a tree at every table. <laughs> right. So the three the three of you who are not Faye, this looks what you think what being wealthy would be like. And to Faye, it just looks ridiculous. <laughs> well, to Faye, it looks like a cheap imitation. Yeah, like Faye I can get it. pick out like the stuff like, oh, that's not actually real wood. This actually isn't fine carpet kind of thing. It, lo- it looks like they're trying really hard to be fancy. Yes. But, you, but she can tell that they're... But that they're trying, but not yeah. necessarily succeeding. Right. But this place, looking like when you glance around, you notice that everyone here seems to be of a similar class or lower to you guys. They're looking to be fancy, mm-hmm. but the charade is successful because no one knows the truth, kind of thing. Like the people that would know that this is a charade is are not here. They they're not on this are, boat. <laughs> right. You could easily pick out like. Besides the people running the gambling tables, the richest person in this room is Faye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and especially with our experience in the last arc, we know what fancy looks like. That's yes, true. actually, you guys do know a little bit more what fancy looks like. But, you know, that was four months ago. I've slept since then. It's all just a dream now. Tanner hasn't, but Seamus has. Uh, the place is decently busy. The load of people you picked up seems to be the third load of that size this night. So there's people seem to be bustling about. Um, there are open slot machines, tables, roulette wheels, all that. But it is not empty by any means, so you don't have really difficulty blending in. It's not like you're four of the ten people here. Right, yeah. yeah. You're more four of the 
200 people here. Sure. If that's a reasonable size for a riverboat, I have no idea how many people a riverboat can handle. No, that's, that, that makes sense. Um, There are multiple floors, but you're on the first floor, so that's what you get. Okay. Um, I think we want to go to the bar and ask about gossip, I think, is what Faye wants to do, at least. Assuming that there is a illegal bar. <laughs> there is an illegal bar here, yes. Are y'all heading that way? Oh, yeah, we can go as a group right now. So, uh, real quick, I want to establish that uh, Seamus has brought $20 with him. That's the equivalent of almost $300 today. Big spender, <laughs> Seamus. Are you going to trade those in for chips? Uh, he'll he'll trade, like, maybe $5. He's not going to do it all at once. He'll trade, like, $5 of it to start. Okay. All right. So, you guys head over to the bar. Uh, what do you do, Faye, since you're leading this expedition? So, I think she orders a drink and then starts talking to the bartender about um, any any big wins lately. Am I going to get lucky tonight? Oh, you know, I mean, it's always it could always be your lucky day, ma'am. I know. I just feel better if it happens more frequently, you know? I mean, if, if it happens less frequently, doesn't mean that uh, it's more likely to happen after that? I suppose, but it also, if it never happens, it gives the impression that it might not happen to me ever either. I just want to get some confidence. Any extra lucky people lately? Uh, I mean, you know, people win all the time. Big wins, little wins, you know? Can I do a roll to convince him to tell me more than he's telling me now? Yes, you can. Did we establish how often the main boat docks? Yes, every hour. Every hour. Okay, I missed that. Uh, won't take no for an answer. Yes. Men of power. This guy's a bartender at a casino. No. But it means he knows all. No. I mean, good try, but no. Ten. All right. So he, like, looks around. He's like, okay, fine. I'll, I'll tell you what. We have had some big wins lately. Seems like about once a week there's a big win. And it's the beginning of the week. So maybe, maybe it's tonight's your lucky night. I would stay away from the slot machines if I were you. Haven't seen anything. I've played those myself. Never seem to win anything. But maybe cards. Maybe the roulette wheel. You give it a shot, you know, maybe you'll win big. All right. I'll keep that in mind. Uh, so I assume everybody heard that. Yeah, I think we're all sitting there with you. When, I also assume you guys are exchanging information, you know. Unless yeah. you really want to have a scene where you exchange information. I'm just assuming it kind of happens. I explicitly don't. <laughs> Darling is going to kind of wander over to... I assume there is some sort of map. And I'm just looking to get a layout of this ship. Okay. I, would there be a map? Well, if there's different floors for things, I assume it would be like floor one. Oh, there'd be a sign. Yeah, that kind of a yeah. thing. Yeah, maybe okay. not a map, but but something that's like floor one is uh, slots. Uh, floor two is poker. I, I like I, I don't know exactly, but something along those lines. Yeah. I think it, what it is is on floor one, there's a slight mix of everything. Okay. It's like the entry. You know, It's basically peak everyone's interest, like, Oh, you like this? Head up more upstairs, you know? So, like, from what you presume, stuff down here is going to be a, a tad more crowded. Like, the, like, blackjack table is always going to be more full down here because there's one blackjack table instead of four. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's also the majority of the slot machines on floor one. On the second floor seems to be where most of the card games are housed and the roulette wheel and that kind of stuff. Stuff that is, like, craps tables, like the felt board tables kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um third floor seems to just be a lookout deck and also where the ship is driven from 
Okay. And then on, there is an outer ring on everything where you guys can walk around outside, but it is a little chilly for that. Is that is that outer ring, uh, like, is that floor two or floor three? Both. Okay. Tanner, do you want to take a peek at the cards tables? Yeah, I think what I'm curious about is to try to find either someone very rich or very desperate. Make a roll. Uh, okay. Or both. Yeah, right. I'm going to use Private Detective and uh, Hidden Truths, that's okay. Sure, I'll, I'll give you the Hidden Truths for this. Well, it's a nine. I mean, that's a mixed success. It is, I just wanted it to be a ten and one away, so, you know. Anyways, nine. I'm trying to find someone who is desperate. You are able to find someone who's desperate, but it takes you longer than Faye would like. <laughs> <laughs> you guys spend probably... The better part of an hour, you know, it's probably 5.45-ish, 6 o'clock around then. When you do find someone who looks to... Do you want someone rich or do you want someone desperate? Which one do you prefer? Desperate. I'm looking for someone who seems like they need to win. So you guys peruse the whole first floor, don't really find anyone. You go through the second floor thinking you're not going to find anyone until you do run across a young man who seems to be getting more and more reckless at a craps table. It's one of those things where it's just like... Well, I'll just put, keep putting five more dollars in. Like, yeah. I'll win it all back. You know, like, it seemed like he had a good run of luck early in the evening. And now he's just spending through all that money. Uh, he's spent through all that money and is trying to get anything back. Gotcha. I just kind of want to watch him for a little bit, like maybe 20 minutes. Yeah. I mean, I think that happens. You know, like people, there's like an audience somewhat. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, right, that, that's, right, right. And I'm not necessarily trying to be subtle, but I'm not, like, walking right up to him. I'm just kind of hanging around, watching. Yeah, you're just hanging out at that craps table, just kind of watching watching the action, but then specifically watching him. Yeah. We'll get back to you in a second. Is anyone else doing anything while Tanner is finding this guy and watching this guy? I think Faye went with Tanner. Okay. Seamus, Darling? So, I think Darling kind of knows that generally people recognize her and so she's trying to stay away from everyone else so that it doesn't seem like she's traveling with a group necessarily and so she's gonna go up to uh the bartender when tanner and faye have gone to check out the card tables and uh she leans over the bar um let me ask you a question actually do you know if y'all are hiring I don't see why a pretty miss like you would want to be a bartender. Oh, I mean, it's less uh, less of the bartending, but I heard y'all sometimes have some entertainment options, and maybe that might not be on this boat, but uh, I do have a little bit of a singing background and just trying to trying to find my way in this town. Why don't you make me a convince roll? Okay. Just so we play the game. I'm going to use... Control the will of others? Mm -hmm. Would rumors work with this? Oh, yeah, I'll give you that. And I realize I'm also going, but I feel like this one would make sense. Recording artists, like maybe he can hear that there's like, like she's a singer, like she has that yeah. background. Okay. I'll let you have that one. 12. Not crit, though. Well, I wouldn't know much about it, but I do hear that to get a job being a performer here, you have to interview with Mr. Felix Ortman himself. Um, he is a hard man to track down and an even harder man to get an audience with. But if you could get his attention somehow, I'm sure he'd be willing to listen. 
Is that the uh, is that the owner of this casino? Yes, Mr. Felix Ortman. He is the person who runs and owns this casino and has brought it into the glory you see it in now. Oh, that's amazing! Is there Ella? Is there a general manager that maybe I could talk to about getting in contact with Mr. Ortman? Um, sure. And they point you in the direction of the front desk, basically. Perfect. Basically, darling wants to go over there and see if she can get contact information so you walk over hello my name is sarah how can i help you have a magical experience turning your chips into gold oh well i was just wondering i was uh i'm I'm looking to maybe get into the entertainment industry and i was wondering if y'all might be hiring for entertainment here on your boats you don't want that i promise you you don't you have to work nights and weekends and then customers get mad at you because they lose all their money at a casino. And we say right here on the sign, it's not our fault if you lose money. That's what gambling is. And I'd rather, you just don't want to be here. You should just, just don't. Like, you you sound like you have a nice voice. I'm sure like the Red Phoenix or something is hiring. I'm basically already doing that right now, but you know. Don't as stay a, there. You, you want to stay. As a performer, I just want to expand my resume. and Make a roll. Um, this person also like, has like a, you have a minus one from them just being like disgruntled that's okay <laughs> not at you but at their job yeah can i use the same three tags yes so plus two mm-hmm. total yep uh that's an 11 <sighs> well i mean it's your funeral i mean if you really want to uh, contact mr felix you can go to i think they have some auditions and she lists i think it's like thursday afternoon there's some auditions Okay. She gives you, like, a pamphlet and, like, an invitation. It's very exclusive. Make sure to bring this pamphlet or else you won't get in. But if I were you, I would just burn the pamphlet and never come back here because working here is not fun. I mean, it's a joy to spin your chips into gold. Welcome to the Spinning Gold Casino. We love it here. <laughs> she's my she's my favorite. I will certainly take your advice into consideration uh, before Thursday. But thank you so much. You're welcome. Have have a magical time. I wish they'd listen to me, but no one ever seems to want to work here. But no, they don't get your money back when you work here. You just have to get yelled at all the time. <laughs> she mutters as you leave. Great. That's all I wanted to do. Uh, so Seamus is going to go uh, go gamble for a bit. He is going to go to uh, a blackjack table, whether that's on this first floor or upstairs, doesn't really matter. Uh, he's going to play a little blackjack. Are you using any of your tags? I think to start, no. Yeah. So, so here's here's my thought. Basically, what what he what he's gonna do is he's just gonna just play it play it straight, not using any any powers or anything uh, to start out. Then maybe a little bit, like a few hands in, he'll start using like like see the unseen and knowledge of the past, that type of stuff to like get a slight advantage. And then eventually he wants to use like his rift radar to see if he can like spot any like rift magic influencing what's going on. All right, um, make me the first roll, and I'll let you know how you did with no powers. No, that's a six. You do not have a good run of luck. Very quickly, you lose most of the money that you've put into chips already, and a few hands. You think you, you do that thing where you get, like, you put the chips in, you get 14, and you're like, well, odds are in my favor. Oh, I drew an eight. Yep. <laughs> or, you know, like, I have a 12. All I need to do is not draw a face card or a 10. Oh, there's the f- king. 
Yeah. Like every hand. So roll again with your plus one. Uh, I was going to do plus two. Plus two. Okay. That is uh, nine. So you start doing a little bit better. You are able to make back some of the money you lost, but not all of it. Nothing seems to be super odd about this table in general, but you have earned a few chips back. Give me one more roll. And am I using all three of them or just the Rift Radar at this point? I, we never really established exactly how Rift Radar works. I would say you're only using Rift Radar because you're trying to see if something weird's happening. You're not trying to mm-hmm. win, right? Yeah. Yeah, he, he's fine with losing his money. Like, that's yeah. not the... Like, he's he's not trying to win it all back. He's trying to figure out what's happening here. So, roll that. That's an 11. All nice. right, so, you start to do really good at the game. You start to win a few more hands. You earn back your money and a little more. And then, as you, like, start focusing on trying to figure out what's happening, you notice that in your stack one of the chips is glowing. Okay. To your senses, not inherently. And as you pick it up, you look at it, and it looks to be mostly a normal chip, but on it it says, VIP. Across town in the city morgue, Lucia ruffles through the belongings of a recently deceased man. Looking through the item, she passes over his wallet, keys, and other small personal effects until she comes across a poker chip that reads VIP. Looks like it's my lucky day. Hey, Wanderers! We hope you enjoyed this episode of Naptown Chronicles. If you want to hear more content from the Wandering Gamer Network, you can check out the Wandering Gamer Network website. We also post Let's Plays that we do on YouTube under the channel Wandering Gamer Network. On Twitch, we can be found at wandering underscore gamer underscore network, and you can follow us on Twitter at the WGN Podcast. We're also on Facebook and Instagram. The intro and outro music was composed by Caitlin Balgaman, who voices Faye in this podcast. All other music is openly licensed or in the public domain. Now, sleeper, it is time to rest. And remember, it is the gods who envy us.